Y'all, I already know what's up. It's been, to say the least, a tough weekend, a tough early part of the week, tough couple weeks. I mean, 2020 has really kicked our ass. And then when you think about all of the things that happened over the weekend and how it's affected every single one of us, it's absurd. Absolutely absurd. But the one thing that I want to tell you guys is that everything that you're feeling right now is valid. It's normal. You're allowed to feel this way. Anxious, fearful, angry, anything but happy. I mean, shit, that's how I'm feeling. You know, you guys know I like to start this off with a winning Wednesday. How are we doing? Let's talk about, you know, nah, forget that. We have more important things to talk about. And I don't like problems. I hate problems. Problems, they throw me through the roof. And when I don't have a solution to the problem, it drives me absolutely crazy. And the reason that you guys haven't heard from me over the past couple of days is because of the fact that I was trying to collect my thoughts, understand why I was feeling this way, why I'm so angry, why I feel anxious, why I feel fearful, and things of that sort. And what I've done is I've actually come up with a solution. And I don't think that this is the end-all be-all, because the truth of the matter is that change takes time. And we need constant progress and accountability and intentionality in order to enact change. But the one thing that I do think that we can do is tactically go after each specific group. Each group can do something that will help progress this change. And today I'm going to talk to you guys about whites, blacks, police and government municipalities and corporate companies and how we could all form together and stand in solidarity to beat this racial injustice that we see every single freaking day in this damn country. So when I was thinking about this solution, I want to give you guys a quick understanding of my kind of guiding principles. So it comes down to two things, education and intentionality on all groups. This includes white people, black people, police and government municipalities and corporations. And another thing to note is that being uncomfortable is how you grow. It's proven in science. Make yourself uncomfortable while educating yourself. Question your values and your morals. Question your feelings. You were taught these things, which means that you can inevitably change your viewpoint. You won't always change it, but the one thing that you will gain is perspective on how and why specific people and specific groups move and groove the way that they do. One thing that I want to take is a quick moment of silence. And this moment of silence is for all of our brothers and sisters who are wrongfully taken from us, who have felt racial injustice, not only from a, a perspective of looking at it or being racially profiled by cops or anything of that sort, but those who have actually fallen and been wrongfully taken from us by police because it's not fair. So we're going to take a 15-minute moment of silence for everyone, including George Floyd, Breonna Taylor... Trayvon Martin, I could go down the list, but we're going to take a quick moment of silence. All right, now let's get into it. My solutions. This really stemmed, you know, when President Barack Obama's statement about George Floyd and the protest over the weekend he challenged our current president to come up with a task list or checklist on how we can improve. 
frankly, I've not seen one damn person do it. And all I see is people complaining about the issue and all this energy that we have right now, we need to continue to take that through with us. So I took the liberty to provide my perspective on how we can progress to getting equal rights across all humans in the United States, not only including my black brothers and sisters, but including all minorities. But first, it's about my brothers and sisters. I've heard from a lot of white people that a lot of you guys are lost and looking for some way to help. Just help me help you guys is almost exactly how it feels. And the one thing that I'll tell you guys is we'll touch on education first. Educate yourself. There are books, there are podcasts, there are blogs out there where you can read and hear firsthand accounts of being black in the United States. Shoot, if you go on Instagram, you could look at at humans of NY, humans of New York. It is an Instagram page about humans living in New York and their stories. Go read those stories and reach out to those people. Get to know them. Understand their story. I'll also post a list of all of these books, podcasts, and blogs out there for you guys within my uh, own Instagram story so that way you can also see this. Another thing is talk to your black friends and all of your minority friends. Have very serious conversations about why they react to something in a certain way. There are so many stereotypes of black men and women, and you need to understand why your friends react the way they do to certain things. Yes, we have different backgrounds. Yes, we grew up differently. And if you listen to black comedy, what's interesting is that you could actually hear the differences between growing up black and white. The one thing that we don't do is we don't take those seriously because it's in a very light aspect in terms of the way that the message is delivered. But what I want you guys to do is listen and have those uncomfortable conversations. My roommate Thomas and I, he's white, I'm black. We have been talking almost every night for hours on end about the struggles between both of us that we've endeared in our life. I've known him since I was three years old, but he doesn't know 90% of the struggles that I went through daily. And in turn, I don't understand some of the struggles that he went through daily. And I'm not just calling out Thomas because Thomas knows me better than almost anybody else. But what I would say is that we've had some very uncomfortable conversations and they've allowed us to understand who we are as a person, why we move the way that we move. And also it has a lot more respect. We have a lot more respect for each other because of it. Intentionality. You need to be intentional with your education. It's time that you take this time to read books, listen to podcasts, and listen to your friends of color. If you don't actually set aside specific times to call your friends of color or listen to these books or read, or I'm sorry, read these books, you will put it off and you'll never do it. Don't let your procrastination be part of the problem. Let your intentionality be part of the solution. My other aspect of intentionality for white people is stand up for your friends, even when they aren't around. I know for a fact that when I walk with my friends who are white, I know they have my back through and through. If someone said something wrong, not only would I step up, but they'd be right there by my side, stepping up, if not ready to fight. But what if someone said something about another black man that was wrong in all ways? Would you stand up and say something? Say I wasn't there. And somebody said something about me or about another black man, would you then step, stand up and say something? What would you tell that person who is wrong and what would you, expl and what would you explain to them and what they said and how it hurts you and those how, who he and she is speaking about and how it hurts them? You need to be intentional. 
You need to show people that you're standing up for what's right. And you not only need to prove it to the, to other people, but you need to prove it to yourself. Now onto black people, my brothers, my sisters, it's been a wild ride for the last couple of weeks. It's been a wild ride for my entire life, our entire lives. But the one thing that we could do is we could stand up and we could help fight this fight through education and, and intentionality. We need to help white people understand the struggle that we go through on a daily basis. So through education, we need to join forces with our white friends to help them in this education. We need to help them understand the struggle that we face daily, the stereotypes that affect our daily lives. Every little thing that you face, they might not understand what it's like, but what they can do is empathize with you. Don't be afraid to share your story. Guys, I, I, I am so nervous to share this with you guys, and I'm not even freaking lying, but the one thing that I could tell you is that I'm being as vulnerable as possible. And, and vulnerability comes real reality and genuineness and authenticness. And when you're not afraid to share your story, you're not afraid to show that you are in fact human and you have feelings. You're not just a reckless freaking animal. We are too human and we deserve to be treated as such. And through this, we could use the intentionality aspect of it as well. Be intentional when speaking with your white friends. Yes, it is a very tough thing to do. But when someone comes to you seeking education, like I said earlier, you need to be vulnerable. Don't front like all this shit doesn't hurt you. It does. It hurts all of us. We see it. But the one thing you could show your white friends is the amount of pain and hurt that you face daily by being honest with yourself and your emotions. And then next, we need to stick up for our brothers and sisters. Whatever environment you're in, you need to hold companies and people accountable for their actions. If you don't see any, any diversity in your workplace, don't only stand up and say, we need more, more diversity in here. I see no other black people. Instead, let them know that diversity is a huge problem to the company and that you will help stand up and make this place a more diverse company. Sure, it's a lot when you have to go above and beyond your job, but we need to only stop thinking about ourselves. Think about this. If you stand up and cause change, not only will it behoove you, but it will behoove your children and their children, and the next children. They won't have to go through the same hate and shit that you have had to feel. Isn't that the entire goal of life? Set, the, set up our families for success? That's the way that I was raised. I want to make it better for the next person because I know that change takes a, t takes a little bit of time. And if there's anything that I could do to make the next generation better, so that way we do reach equality and we reach it a lot faster than we ever thought we would get to, man... Wouldn't that be a sight to be seen? Next, on to police and government municipalities. Ooh, boy. Let's start with education. Education is going to be vital to our country getting better. Police and government municipalities need a great amount of change, but let's start here. You need to build relationships with the communities that you serve. You need to go into the communities that you serve and you need to get to know the people in that community. My recommendation is to set up academies in these communities where citizens and officers can get to know each other in a communal setting. Instead of setting quotas to hand out tickets and gain dollars for your municipalities, set a quota for getting to know kids and adults in the communities that you serve. No, it's not easy. And y'all aren't, li aren't like liked by very... Y'all aren't liked by very many people right now. I think it's pretty damn obvious. 
But if you act like Sheriff Christopher Swanson of Mis- of Michigan, then you could quickly put down barriers in order to have a very simple conversation, a human-to-human interaction. It starts with relationship building, and that is on you. You need to be the ones reaching out. You need to be the ones reaching out to different communities and, and helping other people understand you as a human being. If you build the relationship with the communities that you serve, then you will be at the forefront of change. Go look up Christopher Swanson. What he did was commendable. And next, let's talk a little bit about intentionality. And I say a little bit, let's talk a lot about intentionality. You need to be intentional in the way you act. Everything you do is for a specific reason, whether it's for votes or to reach a quota or to just put people in jail because it makes you feel powerful. Well, the truth is you're seeing your power slip day by day. From Friday till today, you're seeing your power slip. Think about it. In the current moment, open your eyes. The power is going away and it's going into the hands of the people. In order for you to get better, you need to be intentional in getting to know the community you serve. Again, Sheriff Christopher Swanson is a great example of this. He took off his riot gear. He walked into a crowd of protesters and he said, I hear you. What do you need me to do? The crowd's response March with us. Boom. Guess what he did? He marched with them. Why? Because he is showing he is on the right side. He is not just saying it with words, but he's proving he means it through action. It's on you to show the community you serve them. Not only you're there to get them in trouble, but you want to keep the community safe. You're not there to get people in trouble and and just take them to jail wrongfully. At least that's what I hope you're not there for. You want to keep communities safe? Build a relationship with the community. You'd let your best friend's kid get off if they got in trouble. Why? Because you have a relationship with them. Now go build those relationships with the community. My last group to touch upon is corporations. This is a fight that I've been fighting every single day since I joined corporate America. I remember sitting down and having a conversation with one of my leaders and I asked him why there was not a lot of black people that worked with me in my environment. And his excuse for me was that we don't have a lot of black people in Seattle. I left pissed off, enraged, angry, and motivated as hell to help every single black person in Seattle prove that not only are there a good amount of us, but we have the ability to be smart and intelligent. We are smart and intelligent and we can prove to you that we bring diverse backgrounds to your company that are only going to help you grow. So I say that to tell you guys this. The first thing is educating yourself on diversity on what diversity can do for your organization. And yes, I'm talking to you corporations. I can't personally find the study right now, but the truth is more diverse organizations from top to bottom, not just all entry level black people end up growing and being the best companies in the world to work at and from a number standpoint. Why is this? When you have the diversity of thought and background, people don't fall into groupthink. They challenge each other, not because of hatred, but because of a reason deeper than that, wanting what's best for the business and for the people in the business. You need to educate yourself on the fact that the consumer base you serve doesn't reflect your organization. And you know what? All of these marketing campaigns are great to show that you care about blacks in America, but the way that I'm thinking about it, it's all hearsay until you put some damn action against it. 
Let's think about the one campaign that went viral, Nike. For once, don't just do it. Be a part of the change. Well, let me ask you this, Nike. What are you going to do to be a part of that change? Will you invest in communities and put up basketball courts to help the community become better and stay off the streets? Will you invest in communities and partner with municipalities to ensure the safety of people in their community? I mentioned earlier that police and municipalities need to build relationships with their communities. Are you going to be that bridge for both of them? By building a basketball court, partnering with a municipality to ensure unarmed police officers show up to the courts to play basketball and to not monitor the play, you, yes, you can be the turning point for change in this country. Actions speak louder than words. And now that you've said you care, show it. One thing that I always talk about, and I've been talking about this, is the intentionality. Companies and organizations put numbers against pretty much everything in that organization. It allows companies to understand if they are doing things right for the business. So why wouldn't you put an intentional, put intention in growing your diversity? Why wouldn't you put a number against your diversity growth totals? You put aggressive goals towards your working team and leaders to push them to be the best they can, growing your business at an exponential rate. It's time you be intentional about growing diversity in your organization. And no, this isn't just about hiring black people. Recruit and hire them. Grow and develop them. Give them a damn chance. Give us a damn chance. Sometimes all a person needs is an opportunity to show you how great they can be. You are hindering greatness when you don't take a chance on someone who deserves to be there, regardless of their race. Put numbers against your diversity goals. Ensure the panels for interviews are diverse and that your recruiting poll is diverse. Don't hire too quickly just because you need the role filled. Hire the right person for the position, and when you have a diverse pool, it diversifies your teams. Not only will you see your business grow, but you will see, but people will see that you are putting your money where your mouth is. So what's next? Chase, all this sounds great, but what the hell are we going to do about it? We're going to act. Like I said earlier, Obama stated in his statement that we need a checklist of things to do in order to see progress. Here's a couple things that we can do immediately. And with consistency and constant progress, we will make strides. The fact that we are even talking about this right now is a great thing. It's a win in a time where we feel like we can't get a win. Police officers are being prosecuted and people aren't tolerating crime from police anymore. We still have a long ways to go and I recognize that. But the truth of the matter is that we are making at least a little bit of progress. We won't be able to solve the problem today, tomorrow, or a week from now. But if you keep this same energy, the same energy that you have on Instagram with the blackout, we will make strides in equality and pushing for doing what's right for all Americans, which is equality in all rights. Personally, y'all, I'm all in. I put everything else that I'm working on on the back burner. There's nothing more important to me than helping fix this problem and getting a solution. Leaders, I'm challenging you to step up. Corporations, as the true constituents of the United States, I'm challenging you to use your power to bring good to our people. Government municipalities and police officers, it's about damn time you stop looking for votes and start serving the communities that you serve. Guess what? If you actually serve your communities, why the hell would they vote you out? Exactly. There's no answer for that. Do what's right. The, we the reason we even have a democratic government. To my brothers and sisters, both black and white, stay strong. Educate yourself and others. Stand up for one another. If we stand together in solidarity, nothing will be able to stop us.
and solidarity we stand. Let's do this. And my last note, if you're an All Lives Matter person, think about this. You know, I agree with you. All lives do matter. But the truth of the matter is that there are good good cops, there are bad cops, just like black people. There are good people and there are bad people. But the truth is that the media only highlights the bad, which is why we as a people are deemed thugs, gangsters, and overall aggressive. So let's fix, fix the first problem in front of us. Blacks getting killed and imprisoned wrongfully. Then we could focus on the rest of the lives. I'm not downplaying anyone's life. But the fact is, we need black people to stop being killed in front of our eyes and behind closed doors. It needs to stop. And it doesn't need to stop tomorrow. It needs to stop today. It happens for no reason. And it's absolutely absurd. So say it with me. In solidarity, we stand. I love you guys.